Hi, friends. I'm Sharon Betters, and you are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast, and we are continuing in our series called Treasures Along the Way. And my husband, Chuck, is our guest writer, and today he shares a story about two little old ladies. Our treasure today is Psalm 92, verses 12 through 15. The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Where is Barn Green Road? It is in a little Scottish town of Arbroath. My wife has Scottish roots and on a trip of a lifetime, we made our way from Inverness to search for members of Sharon's family tree. From her research, she discovered her great-grandfather came from Arbroath and lived on Barn Green Road. She actually had a street address. The likelihood that she would locate the specific house where her great-grandfather lived was remote at best, but find it we did. The house still stands directly across the street from the ruins of the Arbroath Abbey, a historic relic in Scottish history. I must say it was a moving experience to see her touch base with her legacy. But we needed to be absolutely sure that this was the exact house. A few doors down from where we thought the house stood, there is an old church that dates back to the 15th century. Standing at the doorway of that church, there were two little elderly ladies waiting for a ride to pick them up. I asked them about the name of the street we were on because it had two names attached to it, one of which was Barn Green Road. They welcomed me with open arms. We learned Scottish people are generally very friendly, and they confirmed what we thought. This was indeed the street and the house where Sharon's great-grandfather was raised. The women invited us into the church to show us around this still active but ancient church building. It was magnificent. Whenever I enter these old churches, the first place I go is to the pulpit, my first love in ministry. This pulpit was elevated far above the congregation, as was the building custom in those days. The purpose was to architecturally illustrate the centrality of preaching the Word of God. On the pulpit, a large Bible opened to a passage in Psalm 92. The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. This is a favorite passage of mine, since it portrays the elderly man or woman as they ought to be, fruit-bearing in their old age. I listened closely as these two special ladies spoke with pride of the ministry of that church, their church. Their sanctuary had been redone, keeping intact the balcony in its original form. It was a sight to behold. Folding chairs replaced the old pews, and these two women, both lifetime members, overflowed with joy as they described how they recently hosted a wedding reception in the sanctuary by replacing the chairs with round tables and a band. Instead of resenting change, these women embraced it and saw how God was using their beloved old church 
to reach a new generation for Jesus. I ask for their permission to read them the passage from the pulpit Bible. Before I read, I looked down on these two precious women and I told them that they are the image of Psalm 92. They just smiled. Then, anxious to show us their kitchen and the rest of the ancient building, we continued our tour. From there, we knew we were on a roll. Sharon mentioned to me that her great-grandmother came from a little town called Lethem, about 45 minutes away. Could we possibly find her great-grandmother's home site? We knew it was an empty lot near her church, but could we actually find it? After snaking through some of the narrowest rural roads, find it we did. When Sharon saw this empty lot, she began to weep. Of course, her sympathetic husband, me, had to snap some pictures of her emotional backlash. But I must say, I too was moved, not so much because we found her great-grandmother's home site and her church directly next door, but because of how much legacy mattered to Sharon. Friends, legacy does matter. I couldn't help but think of our own legacy. In the next several hundred years, will we still be remembered? Will it matter to the not yet born Sharons of the Better's legacy? Will I still bring forth fruit in my old age, even when I'm gone? These two little old ladies' response to change encouraged us deeply because instead of being a thorn in the side of the church leadership, holding on to sacred cows, they saw the eternal value of change. They didn't just sit back and watch but they rolled up their sleeves and joined the spiritual war of offering help and hope to the hurting through the gospel. How we want to do the same. Friends, perhaps you are a first-generation Christian. Don't throw away your past, but look for the scorch marks along the way that help turn your heart toward Jesus. And then gratefully walk by faith, knowing God is creating a legacy that will help turn hearts toward Jesus from generation to generation. Your choices today are not just about you, but might just influence people yet to be born. Hey friends, have you ever felt overwhelmed by anxiety? I have, I struggle with it. I sometimes feel as though there is this low grade anxiety traveling around in my heart all the time and I don't even know it. It has just become very comfortable there. Well, Liz Edrington knows what that is like. She says as a teenager, she was overwhelmed by anxiety. Now she's a mental health counselor and she wants to pass on what she's learned. She has written a little booklet called Anxiety, Finding the Better Story, and I've been using it. It's a beautiful devotional. It's really meant for teenagers, but I gotta tell you, it's meant for anyone, and it is a best-selling booklet. So this is highly recommended by readers who have been encouraged by these devotionals. And we're so fortunate that we get to talk with Liz about the topic of anxiety, about what she experienced as a teenager, some of the exercises that she learned, and some of the ways that she is going to share with us that are so simple on how to deal with anxiety in a way that kicks anxiety out of feeling so comfortable in our hearts. So make sure you check out this conversation that I had with Liz Edrington. Go to helpandhopenow.org, click the Help and Hope link, and check out the Help and Hope podcast. 
You can also watch the podcast on the Ask Dr. Better's YouTube channel. Thanks so much for joining us, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow. And as you walk by faith, remember, God is sovereign, and you can trust Him.